Hi, this is Nyetta. Hi, this is Dave. And welcome to The, the Help, Help Show. Show. Hi, this is Nyetta. This is Dave. And welcome back to our Baby Got Back, Is It Love or Lust, for our final thoughts. When David and I first spoke about this subject, love, lust, we had a real sit down and to think about how we identified each topic individually. Um, when David and I first interviewed, we've inter interviewed um, therapist Von Eaglin, David. I wanted to know what did you think about the interview? What did you What did you get out of the interview? Well, I thought it was uh, really informative because when people think about sex therapy, they kind of think about you know taboo or somebody has serious issues or you know it's behind closed door, you know, kind of a shameful type subject right. or shameful type therapy, but it's actually quite the contrary because it's more uh, a lot of average people having some serious issues that are affecting their sex life in different ways. Right. He, you know, he let us know that it was more common than what people thought was the norm, you right. know? And I was, I was like, I didn't think, you know, I was very like, wow. I didn't know people go through those like stages, um, with the whole sex that needed sex therapy and it being so common. So I was really like wild about that. Um, also, he did say a couple of things that I thought were very interesting, how he identified people think, you know, like with friends being with friends being intimate and how it's a slam dunk. Remember he said that like something being a slam dunk, he was saying like when people are intimate and you have love and lust, they're more prone to have sex as friends because they feel that, you know, you know me as a friend. Like let's say hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> Dave and I, we were intimate. Oh, well, it would, it would it would be a more of a common situation, you know, because we hang around each other, we're cool with each other, so it would be like a slam dunk. Dave knows me, and I know Dave. Well, what, yeah, what he's saying is that that kind of is conducive to a more relaxed environment, and so it's it's more of a, a natural thing to people that actually know each other, spend the time to form a friendship bond, um, then then sex can occur more naturally, right, and intimately. Right. And then he talked about the dopamine and the feel good. Oh, and we love that dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> and get two shots. And how that sex addiction does is that it's real. It and is real. that I think any kind of addiction is real, like sex addiction, drug addiction. Mm -hmm. What give, Name some more addictions. Um, What? 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 Uh, what? Come on, Dave. Uh, I mean, drugs, alcohol. Yeah, oh, yeah, alcoholism. Uh, alcoholism addiction. Uh, shopping retail is a addiction. real addiction. So they're all addictions. Right. So it is It, it is an addiction. Um, I mean... Oh. And the reason it is addiction, just to mm -hmm. kind of go over that, um, um, you know, addiction is once you get that sensation of dopamine... Right. Your your mind is telling yourself to find that sensation again. Or saying, just do it, do it, do it. Yeah, it has to go back to that that initial feeling. And that's the problem is you don't always get that initial high. And that's when um, the need for sex and the like when sex becomes the focus of your life. Okay, are you having sex every day a lot just to have sex? Or is your are you is your life revolving around trying to have sex for that day? Right. You know, where it's taking over and interrupting your daily routines, and that's when it becomes a problem. And addiction become, becomes into lust, which is the limbrance, which it makes you do things that you usually don't do. Right, exactly. So that's the lust aspect of it. I.e., go on back page because Ooh. you just got to have it, mm. and, you know, you're out of options. You know, those, those things are kind of signs that you might have a problem. 
you know, I would ask you something, but I want you're you to doing things know. out of, you know, out of character, <laughs> out of the norm. Have you done anything out of the norm, Dave? I'm just curious. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I have. Uh, but, I'm just curious. You know, that's you know. for another episode. Because <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I'm just, I'm trying to know, like, Dave, what, have what, you done something out of the norm? What, I'm just trying actually, to know. Actually, I don't think I have because it depends on what the definition of norm is. And as uh, uh, Dr. Vaughn discussed, oh. you know, you know what what's our normal in sex and what's somebody else's normal sex are two totally different things. We all know what Naya's normal sex and what's the normal and what somebody else's normal sex is probably going to be know, conflicting ideology right well, there. So. What, so Look, you know what? Don't hey, listen to Dave. We all both know. What? What we know? We, we attended the same um, uh, ball back in October here in Dallas. Hold on. First of all, don't. So, oh, Dave. <laughs> let's just, I mean, Ooh. so, you know. He tried to throw me on the, the bus and it's not. Back. Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, you know, ooh, Dave. Don't, we weren't there together, but if we're there separately, you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So back then, on track. Let's get back on track. So then he talked about personal sex and then unpersonal sex, which he was saying that you have two hormones that combine when you have personal sex, which I may not be saying this Do right. Do you have a preference? Well, if I need to have these co- two combinations to have orgasm, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. You have to have both. <laughs> I'm saying, do you have a preference? Would you prefer to have impersonal or personal sex if you had to choose? I would preferably I like personal sex because yeah. when I have personal sex, I mean that we are on the same um, on the same level. We care about one another, each other, uh, in a personal perspective. So spontaneous, random, spur of the moment, interpersonal me, sex don't you, get it done. But you still can have it. You can still have that with personal sex. So you have two hormones, oxytocin and dazzlepressins, which you combine those two. That which allow you to have that personal sex that you re- you release those two hormones that allow you to have that orgasm, um, and then the personal sex, which I thought was very interesting, um, the impersonal sex, the self gratification and the masturbation. Do you know a little bit about that, David? <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> but sure considering, because look, if you look at the just the sex toy industry. Okay. And you look at what's out there. If you go into a sex shop, um, it's a lot of self. It's about ninety percent for females and about ten percent for males. That is, and story. Toys. That that is, that is story. true. That is true. That's a fact. Have so you been I would say, therefore, have, have you been into a, a, a the, store? The master, many, yes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's ninety percent built for females. Mm. With all the toys and things, there you know, there's vibrators that run on diesel fuel and all kinds of other stuff, solar powered. There's all kinds of stuff for they you have, guys. They have um, fake, you girls. Vag- they have fake vaginals for me. There's like two, oh. and and so obviously self gratification. <laughs> you know, people think that is male a male masturbation problem, but if you look at the sex toy industry, what okay. it, it obviously is big time for females. Probably a billion dollar industry. I don't know that, but I'm you just know saying. what? I it's I would believe that. I because mm-hmm. you you're plugging things into the wall now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So then, um, with with um, therapist Vaughn, we talked we talked about with the sex addiction when you have a friend that that have that has that problem to really have empathy and accepting for who they are. And I thought that was interesting. And in any when anyone is going through any type of addiction, you. It, and it doesn't matter if it is sex addiction. It, it doesn't matter if it's drug addiction. It doesn't matter. Alcoholism addiction. They, you, you have to accept them for who they are. And I don't know. Have Do you know anybody with any of those addictions and accept uh, of them? Of course, for- of course. And you just, you have to validate them. 
and you and you know you also can't um, ostracize them. You can't you can't make them feel you know um, separate. You have to let them know you know that they're not alone and not necessarily that it's okay, but you know that it's not so unnormal. Um, and that's true with any kind of addiction, in my opinion. And I think with those addiction, they start early. And um, Vaughn spoke about the psychosexual development, how they start off early from ages, you know, from five years old to nine, because the accessibility that the porn industry and yeah, 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 that was that was very interesting. That, I, mean, I thought that was very. I didn't yeah, think five I kind of years thought old about that, but yeah, he, yeah, he said that 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 you know, five to nine year olds are now getting you know. Uh, you know, this sensory overload of, of porn from their phone. That's from, crazy. You know, not even necessarily searching for it, but, you know, it does actually accidentally pop up sometimes. And, and so that's crazy because is this where our society is going? Mm. Like, you know, you cut the computer on, you got porn. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like you're... It's a game changer. Man, is Not a game changer, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a um, you know, it's a where we're at in life changer. I would yeah. never think at five years old I'd be watching any porn. No, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, like I'm trying. I'm trying to drive trucks in the sand <laughs> and dirt. You know, yeah. Like wow, and and he was just saying how affordable it is, um, the accessibility, the um, what is it he say? The um, it, he said the affordability, accessibility, and another word that he said that was the three A's. Oh, the the nominee. The nominee. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, and yeah. and ambiguity. How's it? Is it <laughs> I, I, We think so. Yeah. Um, and also I found it. I don't know if David found it interesting that um it helps you it helps how they how men tend to define their their sales with these three you know these three types with economic um advisement and sexual conquest and athleticism yeah and where with the sexual concept that's where society tells them um where they get their identity because you're starting at five right so (laughs) i was like this is beyond interesting because you're finding your sexual identity at, at from five to nine. Right. And so now you're at a point where you are identifying yourself by these three, um, these three things. And in my personal opinion, which is an opinion, um, with a closing thought, how can you de- identify yourself mm-hmm. at age five like that? How can you identify yourself at age nine? Well, you truly can't because you're still working on self identity. So you're, you're still, you know, you're still going through your own psychosexual development. Yeah, and I think it it, it makes you in balance, honestly, because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be like chasing like Barbie doll trucks and Legos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Playing <laughs> tag on the plane. Yeah, and you yeah. over like you trying to tag something, but it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> trying Man, to tag that. Ooh, I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. And so, I thought that was extremely interesting. Um, I also found it interesting that women are watching porn more. Because they're thinking that uh, men want, that's what men are, what men want. You know, you're being um, the guest co-host and you're a man. David, what do men want? Well, you want a lady in the streets and a freak in the bed. <laughs> I mean, so, it's, so do you, it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. I mean, can I get an amen? <laughs> so, so, like, so do you want them to... Um, and she needs to have a lot of intelligence and not be over opinionated. That's very important too. Okay. Very important. We, you know, each man is very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak for all of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, because men are, because women are like almost, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm like, they're almost identically emulating 
the things that they're seeing at the strip club and they're and at and on the porn are men really that question is uh, seriously are since you're speaking for all the men right okay <laughs> so do men really really want that i, I could for me personally mm-hmm. i don't you know i i don't the 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 strip club you know that doesn't that that doesn't do much for me hmm. that doesn't do much for me but I do see how, you know, you look at social media, you look at Instagram and you go down there and there's girls dancing about every 10th video. There's a girl dancing, just a regular girl. You know, she's not a dancer. She's not, she's not exposing herself, but she's dancing sexually or whatever to some song or some music in the car at home or whatever. So, um, you know, obviously it's having um, profound effects on the way people um, interact and what they think is acceptable, what they think they have to do. So if they think they got to dance like a stripper, (laughs) they're going to be practicing dancing like a stripper. Okay. Okay. So... So now we talked about um, Von Eaglin, and now it's kind of like on the subject with DJ ASAP. And I thought, which I interviewed him, I thought was very interesting. And I chose um, Mr. ASAP, DJ ASAP, because he is in the industry, and it, it makes you look at things differently. Just imagine, by industry, what do you mean? The and uh, the in the uh, music industry. Music. The, I just want to clarify oh, that. Or, or let's say not the, like adult industry. Oh no, no, like he, that, right? yeah, no, he's not climbing. No, yeah, he's not doing I mean, anything. He might think he is. I don't, that's that's my opinion. He no. didn't say that, but I just want to be clear when you say the industry and you're talking about sex. No, I didn't want to throw him under the bus. No, like he's that. not in the sex okay. industry. All right, my man, I took care of you. <laughs> He's more in the like the celebrity yeah, DJ he's out music he's out about. in that industry. Yeah. And what I'm saying all this because he puts himself around that type of atmosphere. And what I mean, like girls that are lusting. So basically when we talked about DJ ASAP, it was like he talked about how he identified love and lust. Which can make a person be different because when you're around women that throw themselves at you, and, and sex they, doesn't have a value it, anymore. It, it doesn't have a value right. anymore. It's and, just and the same same thing in um, what somebody said about being in in Dominican Republic that mm-hmm. that sex is a it's a like a social social thing. It's not a it's not an intimate thing. And that will make it it's so, a social norm. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. You greet, meet, and have sex. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm Becky. I'm Norma. We'll have sex. It doesn't mean it means nothing. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Um. Like, damn, these girls are cold. Yeah. (laughs) But at the end of the day, so so when they're having sex like that, does does dopamine even play a part? It it still plays a part, but you know, it just doesn't play. A biggest part because it just no longer it just doesn't it doesn't the trigger's just not there no more. And, and what's crazy is that you you have the limbrance with the lust but does that even play a part anymore either because you're having sex like that so so when i interviewed him that was very questionable and him finding love in the industry mm-hmm. so saturated with lust with lust right that's re- that's crazy like it would make in my opinion it would make anybody Look at love and lust very different. Absolutely, because you're getting you're getting sex from girls who are throwing it down like porn stars, man. And so then it just becomes it becomes monotonous. It becomes boring. It comes you know hmm. average. It comes you know uh, run of the mill, so to speak. And I think that it it would it would change it. It would change the way you look at women. Mm-hmm. Or if you know, or if I was like a celebrity, it would change the way I look at men. 
I thought this is how it was, though. Huh. <laughs> I thought this is how it was anyways, but... Huh. And, um, it, I, and I thought it was very interesting that DJ ASAP, he found love in all the midst of all of that. Mm. And I thought that was like almost like a fairy tale. That's right. that girl in me. But, <laughs> but I no, thought... that was his deliverance from evil. So, that was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I think that... Then also he spoke about how... What he thought about love and lust. And how when he... Him being in a relationship that he is in now. That he did have lust for her. And that it grew into love. And that he... It grew into love because... You know... He... Mm-hmm. Because he was, because he was, the, the physical he she was beautiful, but the physical the physical aspect didn't mean as much anymore. You know, her being beautiful, it was great for her being beautiful. Because he finally started connect with her. Yeah, so it was more it was of a mental, con- a spiritual a connection. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I I thought that was interesting with his story, and then he talked about when he was eighteen. We're not gonna even go there. He was listening to um, John in the East Side Boys with the sweat run down their balls. He was <laughs> that <laughs> to that the windows. man. When he was talking about that, I was like, and the more he liked the girl, the more ratchet the song became. It was, but he, when you're like eighteen, nineteen, come on, man. See, he's he's a little bit younger than me. I was like two live crew, <laughs> so like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> So, with both of those interviews, to me, they coincide with each other. You know, um, identifying with with therapist Vaughn, the intellectual part of it, I mean, the educational part about love, lust, and sex. And then speaking with um, DJ ASAP with his personal experience with love, lust, love, and lust. Because it's different, because Vaughn is married. Therapist Vaughn, he's married. So, he he's found the woman of his life, the woman of his dreams. And they, you know, I'm not, I'm not in their bedrooms, but they're they're at a place of um, of almost content. I can say because she's content with him, and and he's content with her, and they love each other, and they're, and they're with the they're together spiritual, spiritual, mental, physical, and all those different aspects. Absolutely. Um, and bro- Brother Vaughn stays in the gym, so yeah. <laughs> so 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 I met the man first, and he stays in the gym. Yeah, he's, so I'm yeah, sure yeah. everything's all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, with ASAP, he's in a place where he's found love, and it, it'll probably continue to keep going because you know he's not married yet. But at least he can identify that he loves her, and, and this is where he has found to be with her in, in the intimacy. Yeah, it's a solid um, start. Level. It's a, solid is always great. Well, that's how I got and, out and, of it. And also know what's the sexual norm for you doesn't have to be the sexual norm for somebody else. And it's okay. And, and, and it, it, it's, it's, it's okay. What it's okay. might be weird for somebody else is, you know, it, it's okay. As long as it's not hurting somebody, basically. And, it's you know, if there's some type of law prohibiting it, you know, or anything like that, then, you know, it, it's okay. So, you know, don't be so quick to judge um, someone. And, um, you know, know that if your sex life is not normal or if it's needing help, you know, if it's needing something, that it's okay to go get help for it. And because, it, you know, sex is an important part of our lives and, um, you know, it's important that you get that help. And if you need some help, you can um, look on our website at thehelpshow.com and you'll find Vaughn Eagle, his information, and you can go and talk to him. And he can help you with your sex life. He can help you with, you know, whatever's going on in your life. He was a great therapist and we had great conversation with him. So he can be a big help to help you put your foot forward and having a better sex life. And um, understanding and um, dealing with your sex. 
Yeah, and I just want to throw it out. He he he's a relationship and marriage counselor too. Yeah. So it, it's not just doesn't have to be sex orientated. Thanks again for joining us on the Help Show, and we hope that you. Um, you know, follow us on at thehelpshow.com um, and at the Help Show on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us, subscribe, listen, share, like us, and all those things. We really appreciate you guys because you are the reason we're here and we need to continue to grow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like David said, please just continue to tune in. Please subscribe us on, on iTunes and also Podbean. If you have any closing remarks or feedback on um, this topic or any of the episodes, please send them to us. And we definitely, we will respond to anybody that um, uh, reaches out to us. Thank you for listening. For more information, you can visit us on our website at thehelpshow.com. Thank you for listening and please stay tuned.